Hey guys, I'm Alan Beek and welcome to Barber Soup, my unedited and unscripted Thinking Out Loud podcast. I'm going to be sharing my personal experiences and discussing topics related to the hair industry and my journey so far. So sit back, relax, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Hello everyone and welcome back and I think I've finally cracked the acoustics on this podcast. So the only place in which I could do it today was my car and honestly I've just done a little test run and it is fantastic. It sounds probably the best it's ever sounded. So there we go. My neighbor's going to have a right laugh when they see me chatting bubbles into a microphone in my car. But anyway, here we go. So the last episode was a tough one for me to come out and talk about things that even my closest friends and family didn't even know anything about, which as you can imagine, it came as quite a shock to them, but it's nice to get things off your chest. I did a morning walk last week and I explained the situation and this podcast personifies the analogy that I talked about perfectly. So I'm going to go through that right now. Uh, what that analogy was and I want you to think of a rock and I want that rock to be in your hand and there's not much weight to it and you can hold it for 10 seconds and it wouldn't cause you much discomfort it would be quite light but if you hold on to it for a week a month or a year then it'd start to get extremely uncomfortable it's not the weight of the rock that's the issue here it's the length of time that you hold it for it's the duration that you hold that rock So the same goes for anything like stress or worry, a secret, a feud or a conflict, anything that you're having with someone or any negative kind of feeling. The longer that you hold on to things, the heavier and more uncomfortable they get. So whether it's a situation or a person, anything toxic that it's causing you harm, because of the time that you've held on to it, it's time to let it go. And this is, again, the, the new new you, the U 2.0, is letting things go. Now, I've done this my entire life, and I'm going to share a few ways, <clears throat> excuse me, a few ways recently of how I've started to deal with it. And it's helped me massively, and that's entirely what this podcast is about. Becoming the new you and anything that's helped me, I'm going to talk about in the hope that it helps you. So still to this day, I've got a full backpack full of rocks and I carry around with me every single day and they get heavier and heavier and some are easier to get rid of than others. So if anyone's thinking it's not just as easy as throwing away an issue, it's not it's not just as easy as throwing a, the rock away. But there are things that we can do and mechanisms we can put in place to make sure that we protect ourselves as much as we can. I've said it a million times, but this podcast is solely about you. And I've said it before, it's time to be selfish. We have to think of ourselves. It's starting with you that allows you to become happier and healthier version of you. The new you, the 2.0 version of you. And once you've done that, everyone else around you will see the benefits coming from you. Becoming a better you makes you become a better father, better leader, a better boss, a better, a better employee. And as I mentioned in part one, my cognitive behavioral therapist gave me a mantra to say over and over again until I got to the point where I started to believe it. So that's the first mechanism that I want to put in place. And we can do this with anything in life. And here's a perfect example. 
we've all got people in our lives that are constantly negative. They've hardly got anything nice to say. And they're always the victim. They're, they're hard work to be around. And magically, they've always got that way of giving you a little dig. Something that they probably don't even realise that they're doing, but actually it does affect you. And it, become, it can be something really simple like what you're wearing or how you smell or what you're eating or how you're eating. They've always got something shitty to say and we, everybody knows who that person is. And the way that we deal with these bellends, oh sorry, I mean people, uh, is by using a mantra. It's their issues, not mine. It's their issues, not mine. It's their issues, it's not mine. So one of my best friends observed this happening to me personally and told me something that I never forget. And that was, if you spot it, you've got it. So when a person does put you down, it's usually an insecurity that they've got rather than and, and they just force it on on you so when a person is doing this and putting you down and giving you these little digs it's usually an insecurity that they've got within themselves which forces them to pin it on you i felt like i had to repeat that just to get that across so use that mantra just smile and throw that rock away so there's one way Another way is to distance yourself physically from the situation or from the person. Out of sight, out of mind. And by creating this distance between you and the problem, it's allowing you to put that rock down for a while and figure out how to get rid of it completely or just to give you some breathing space. Take yourself away from the problem and creating that distance could be exactly what you need to move on with your life. Especially if it's a person. If you can create some distance between you and that person, do it, even if it's just for a break, just to build up some strength, build up some confidence to confront them, or just to just to get rid of them for a while. It might be forever, it might be for a short space of time, but either way, it's going to help you. Another way is to be more vocal with your emotions. It's a great way of growing and throwing out some rocks. People or situations can affect you without anyone else knowing it's affected you. So for instance, this is a this is a story that came to me as I was like making notes on this podcast. I'm short, I'm little, and I tell people I'm five foot seven when in actual fact I'm just under five foot. Well, I'm just under five foot seven, about an inch and a half under. But you know who's counting? Size doesn't matter. Um, and when I was younger, I was in school and I was so I was so small. Even when I look back at pictures now, I was so tiny. And it was the thing that would get mentioned in any argument first. You name it. As soon as you start having a bit of banter or arguing with your mates, I got called it. Short ass, shrimp, midget, dwarf. And I never said anything because there's always something that you can pick on someone else. But no one knew about it, but it did actually used to bother me. It bothered me quite a lot. Obviously, it doesn't bother me now because I'm older. And if anything, I just use it to my advantage. And I say it before anyone else says it. And... The way it used to bother me was, I used to think to myself, I'm not getting any taller. And I wonder if I keep getting older, am I going to get any taller still? But that's not the point here. The point is vocalising your emotions. One day, my teacher in front of the entire class said to me, Alan, when you sit on that chair, does your feet touch the floor? And obviously they didn't because I was tiny. And everyone laughed and thought it was hilarious. But I was a cheeky little fucker in school. And I just said out loud, do you know what, sir? That hurts my feelings. I vocalised my emotions, even though I was being cocky. But the room went silent. 
and he could literally hear a pin drop. So he sent us off to our, our classes and he held onto my shoulder as we were leaving and he apologised and he said, I'm sorry if it hurts your feelings. I won't make fun of your um, of your height again. And I thought, well, behind your back, I'm still going to make fun of your weight, you fat cunt. But anyway, vocalising your emotions is something that will will help you and help other, other people understand what does affect you and what doesn't affect you. But anyway, yeah, school teacher. He never took the piss out of my height again. But people might not even know that they're doing that. If we vocalise our emotions, we're getting people more attuned to ourselves and, again, protecting ourselves from from anyone else. It's all about protecting you at this point. If you feel that talking or doing this might cause confrontation, and no one likes confrontation, people do, people do, and they're the ones that have usually got too much to say, the nicer people in life tend to avoid confrontation because it's a situation that is uncomfortable and we don't like to be in. But you still want to get it off your chest, then write it down. Getting off, getting your, your emotions off your chest, whether you vocalise it or you write it down, you're still doing something about it and it's still going to help. The next part, the next little note I've put here is you are not a victim. So whether the circumstances, person or people that are not in your favour, then try your best not to have a victim mentality. Whatever situation you're in, always see it as an opportunity to learn. It's it's hardships that are the toughest but best lessons in life. That's why I've learned now never to wait for an apology. Because you can guarantee that some people are tight as fuck when it comes to handing out apologies. If someone does something wrong to you, don't sit there and wait for them to apologise because it's likely that they won't do. So what you need to do is never wait for one. Even if they should and they know it and you know it. If you sit around waiting for one, that's another big rock in your hands and the longer you hold on to it, the heavier it will get. So if a situation's done you wrong or somebody's done you wrong, don't wait for an apology. Just pretend, just visualise it in your head, them turning around to you and saying, Alan, look, I'm sorry I did that. Probably won't happen, but just don't wait for that apology. Just try and get over it as quick as you can, get rid of that rock. (coughs) Excuse me. It's, uh, it's easier to do in the car, I'll tell you, but it's a little bit drier in the air. And it's harder to do a podcast when you're not talking to somebody else and you're doing it on your own. And people are walking past your car looking at you thinking, wow, what is he doing? Which has happened twice so far. But anyway, the next one is to practice self-love. I'm not the kind you're thinking that you're doing your own time when you're on your own. I mean more on an emotional or a spiritual level. So praise yourself. When you do something good or when you do something nice for someone else, when you do something selfless or you accomplish something or you reach a goal, even some, even something as small as getting out of bed in the morning when your alarm goes off rather than snoozing a few times. Aristotle is someone that I admire massively. He was one of the great, greatest Greek philosophers and he always professed that you couldn't love another person until you truly loved yourself. Self-love is just taking care of yourself and your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. And this is something that we always try and do. People are people pleasers. I'm one of them. I'm a yes man and I'll do everything at all costs to try and please other people, even if it means sacrificing my own self-care, which is something that I need to learn not to do. So be kind to yourself and put yourself first. 
And the last point I want to make is to practice optimism. Always try and see the positive in every situation. Think of what you can learn from the situation, what are the positives that can come out of it. And if you've been ill-treated by a person and you've seen their true colours, then you know to distance yourself from them. If you've been taken for granted or unappreciated by someone, then you've learned not to waste your time on them ever again. I'm going to reiterate it, but be as kind to as many people as you can. And if it takes some, if someone takes your kindness as weakness, then either let them know about it or write it down so then you'll always remember it. And remember that it's a lesson learned on who never to waste your time on. Your time is more valuable than anyone else's. Don't let anyone else take your time more valuable than theirs. So there's just a few points. I hope to try and keep these short and sweet again for just little drives home just nice ingestible and digestible bits of information so i hope you've enjoyed listening i do love to hear feedback or if anyone does have anything negative or constructive or if there's any any subjects that you would like to talk to me about or if you would like to for me to discuss Uh, If you could leave me a review or do a share on social media, I would massively appreciate it. Make sure that you tag me in it um, so I can thank you personally. And a big thank you, as always, goes out to Booksy facilitating this podcast and allowing it to continue. So until next time, be kind again and have lots and lots of fun. See you soon.